Welcome everyone to Uncorked with Holly and Gina. We're excited you've joined us for a conversation to unleash your inner badassery and uncork your magic. This is the no bullshit, all truth, nothing but fun podcast. And don't worry, we've got you. You are our VIP. Hello everyone. Welcome to Uncork. This is Holly. And this is Gina. And today. I know. She is here. She is. I know. I'm excited. She is. And we've mm-hmm. been waiting for her. So she is the founder and CEO of a very cool company called Joppa Health. I know. We're going to talk all about that. Very But cool. first of all, I want to say she's a corporate badass, Gina. I know. She comes from the corporate lineage. I so want to ask oh, many, many questions. I know, but we don't want to talk about corporate today. I know we don't, but I am... <laughs> That's a different day. She's we'll do cor- that. No, listen, a corporate badass, uh-huh. an entrepreneurial badass, a, a lifestyle brand, two of them exited. Empire builder. She is an empire builder. She's building one today yeah. for your health. I'm so excited to have her today. She's going to talk more about it, but I could go on and on. You know how it goes, Gina. I do. But when I the, start, the, I can't the, shut up. The people want to hear from her. Uh, they, the people want to know. The people want to hear. <laughs> so from we, her. We are so happy to have Cheryl Utah from... Joppa Health in the Uncorked House today. Welcome, Cheryl. Thank you so much, ladies. I am thrilled to be here. Thank you. Thank, oh, you, thank you. We're so excited. And Absolutely. just for the for the audience, we have been praying for this day to come. We have been scheduling and schedules, you know, scheduling is half half the battle in it anything is. these days. So busy, she's busy been patient executive. with us yep. and we've been steadfast <laughs> in getting this conversation done and we are thrilled to have you today. Cheryl. I'm so honored. Thank yes, you. Yes. Really, truly honored. Thank you. Thrilled. So what we like to do, Cheryl, is at the beginning of our podcast, kind of just lay a good foundation so that those that haven't checked you out yet, um, and they will after the conversation, no mm-hmm. doubt, but give a quick little overview of yourself, your background. I mean, if you want to talk about the corporate stuff, you can talk about the corporate <laughs> stuff uh, just for some of us to be interested in, but really kind of what led you to where you're at today and kind of what your what mission you're on for the group to to listen to. And then we'll go from there. Mm. So I consider myself a wounded healer. So there's like this archetype Mm. of a wounded healer. If you're familiar with that. Um, Mm. So that, that is something that I I feel like I fit into. Mm. Um, So I'm 43 years old. And when I was 25, I was diagnosed with the autoimmune disease Hashimoto's, which is a super common autoimmune disease, probably the most common one and mostly affects women. Um, and I was totally unconscious, um, <laughs> which we'll talk about. Um, I was in the wrong marriage. I was in the wrong job. I was living the wrong life. And I had yet to examine my truth. I didn't know what that was um, and was just kind of living the life that I was told you're supposed to live, right? Mm-hmm. Like, go to school, get yep. a good job, get a good degree, marry a handsome man that makes money, move to the suburbs, buy a house and voila, that you're happy, right? Like that's your life. And I was doing that and checking boxes and, um, no, (laughs) just no, it, it wasn't working. And, and so I was really sick and totally disconnected from myself and really, truly deeply unhappy at a visceral level, searching for happiness outside of myself. And, ended up uh, in the hands of the allopathic medical model Mm -hmm. and primarily for the autoimmune disease and took the medicine that they told me to take, did what they told me to do. And fast forward a couple of years was worse, 
even more unhappy, even more disconnected and set out on a mission to out of desperation one day because I looked in the mirror at a Christmas party and I didn't even recognize myself. Like mm-hmm. I had cut my hair to here and because it was so thin and I was just like pale and dry and tired and circles under my eyes. And I just thought that that's it. Like I'm, I, I had hit that wall where something had to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I remember sitting down at the computer and starting to do research on what causes autoimmune disease. And that was the beginning of really the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, and so now, uh, I don't even know how many years it's been, 12 or 13 or something like that. I haven't been on any medication. And at that time, back to your, your question about corporate, um, yeah, like on paper, I was, I was doing really impressive things, right? Like if you look at the resume, it's like, ooh, yeah. impressive, you know, managing hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. and you know, real estate development and finance and private equity and blah, 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 blah. Like they're just big words. And at the end of the day, it's just, you know, sitting at a desk and doing work with big numbers associated with it. But, um, you know, under fluorescent lights in an office and Mm. in a position where I had yet to experience um, connection to my own voice and connection to my own authenticity and my truth. So I didn't know how to speak up for myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to say no to things. And I ended up like just completely burned out, um, adrenal fatigue in addition to the autoimmune disease, systemic yeast infections, Mm -hmm. heartburn, skin issues, hair loss, night sweats, severe anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, like the list goes on. It was just, I was a mess. And so, you know, fast forward and now 43, haven't been on medication and have completely put my autoimmune disease in remission. And I founded a couple of companies and sold them. And then now I'm the founder of Joppa Health. And so what I always like to say to people is if I can do it, so can you. Hmm. So it's not an easy magic wand solution you know you don't just go buy a juicer and 30 days later your life is fixed you know what I mean yeah um, yeah but but um you know I've been doing the work and on the path of learning and healing and then sharing what I've learned with as many people as I can for 12 13 14 years now and uh, I became a yoga teacher uh, geez, I think 2012 or something. And then 2013, I opened a yoga studio in LA that became very well known. It's called Red Diamond Yoga mm-hmm. and built a really beautiful community there and became obsessed with being the best teacher that I could be. Um, and so through that, I wanted to just learn as much as I could and wanted to be able to teach in sort of a different way so that people could understand what was happening to them through the practice mm-hmm. metaphysically, which I know mm-hmm. you guys are big fans of that topic. Yes, absolutely. Um, talking about the senses and energy and the neuroscience behind it. Um, and the magnetic field of the body and, you know, the aura and the things that really transform and change as energy moves. And as you change your breathing patterns and as you mm-hmm. relax your nervous system, because these were the things that were happening to me that needed to happen in order for me to heal from the corporate burnout, the autoimmune disease, the divorce and the toxic relationship. Um, and so I became a teacher and opened this yoga studio and just have been studying everything mm-hmm. I possibly can and learning from every teacher, from every experience, and then integrating and doing the work myself, and then synthesizing it all. And fast forward from opening that studio to selling it in 2018. Mm-hmm. And then 
starting Japa House, which mm -hmm. is really the evolution of everything that I've learned right. and everything that I've done and recognized to be missing mm -hmm. in the world as a tool to help people understand where they need to focus as they approach the the journey of going inward and of healing and of doing the work. Um, and so I built this platform that uh, begins with a very thorough, as you know, because you've, you've done it, uh, assessment. Mm -hmm. And this assessment has 10 what we call determinants of health. And they're really the forces that that influence your vitality, that influence your energy and right? the mm. frequency and your well-being. And as you want to raise that, uh, where do you look and where do you start? And so I created a place to start. It is a beautiful evaluation tool. And at the end, you get uh, basically a report. It's a summary report with a score, an overall score, and then a score for each of the 10 determinants. Mm -hmm. And that uh, also offers suggestions for each one of the 10. Some of them you would totally assume, like nutrition, you know, and sleep. Some of them you wouldn't, like relationships mm -hmm. and detoxification and vision. Like there's a category called vision and, and not to be confused with your eyesight. <laughs> like right, we're right, talking right. about how you see yourself, how you see yourself, how you yeah. see the world, your perception, your attitudes, your beliefs. This is more about a spiritual uh, practice. Um, and so you get a score for each one of the 10 and then suggestions. And this is an early stage startup. I've raised over seven figures for this startup and continuing to raise funding for it. Um, and so this is the beginning of what I see as a, a big, huge game changer in public health and in our ability to navigate the overwhelm mm -hmm. that exists when it comes to how do I feel better? How do I live a happier, healthier, more resilient, joyful life? How do I get off medication? How do I overcome my own personal obstacles mm -hmm. and how do I become the change that I want to see in the world? And to me, it's all about um, consciousness at the end of the day, because I feel like where we are sick is where, where we are unconscious and the disease itself, the symptoms, the pain, the suffering is the invitation to look at what's not working. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. so that's what the assessment and the platform seeks, seeks to do. And it's, mm -hmm. it's so much bigger than that, but that, yeah, that in a nutshell, that's me. That's me. I live in Laguna wow. Niguel and I love the sun mm. and I love sharing what I'm passionate about. And that's oh. why I'm here. I well, love it. Thank God for that. I know. Honestly. <laughs> okay. So thank God I, you do. What I have to Beautiful. say about the vitality assessment mm -hmm. and um, I love the assessment. You, you need to have a little chunk of time because there are yeah. all those categories, 10 categories. And um, so like when I, you say a little chunk of time, like, are oh, we talking like a, a long time ago? Cause we've been like, yes. Oh yes. Pacing no, 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 ourselves no. for her for a long time. I know it was like, what, how long do you think it takes about half hour? Half hour? Yeah. That's 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes, 20 yeah. to 30 minutes. And, okay. and, um, the more people do it, the, the better it is. Like you're, you're really, if you do the assessment, which I hope everybody will try yes. not just to help Joppa, but because it's, it's really insightful. Like the questions themselves and are it's free. super interesting and insightful. It's free. It's, free. it's totally yep. free. Yes. We'll put the totally link free. in the show notes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And it, it really is an automation of if you were to go and seek a naturopathic doctor, yeah. a health coach, a relationship coach, and you yeah. know, it's, it's all of these questions that, that they would come out of those kinds of, of consultations. So it's almost right? like, like an, all, in, an intake yeah. form almost most right correct of yeah, all the different correct. pieces so of your there's, life yeah. there's an out yeah there's an right. exactly it's a life assessment and then mm -hmm. there's an algorithm behind it and the more people participate in this the um the better the suggestions will get and 
from a big data perspective and a big tech perspective, there's so much out there that's being used against you to manipulate you, to get you to buy stuff or feel bad about yourself. Um, And that is the exact opposite of Joppa Health. So the intention behind Joppa Health is pure empowerment and pure sovereignty. So, you know, we never take anybody's data. We never use it against you. It's all anonymized. Um, But the more people that do it, uh, the more correlations and insights we can derive between the things that cause people pain and and why, right? And why? Because we're asking the questions. So we can actually get better at addressing the root cause of why we suffer um, by looking at uh, the aggregated insights that we discover. Wow. And I know intuitively, I know, I already know what it is, but being able to prove it through data science uh, will empower us as a company to actually make real changes in the healthcare system and in, you know, public health and in in, um, the corporate worlds and employers and so many different ways we'll be able to influence the way people think about Mm. well-being by being really honest about what it is that, that affects our well-being. Absolutely. Well, and some people, you're right. Some people will not understand the detox and the, like when you go through like the pesticides or the mold or whatever, there were so many questions. It was like, I took it in the winter. So nature ended up being the lowest for me, nature and mm. hydration. Yeah, that makes sense. Because winter, we're in Seattle and it's rainy all the time. I don't like going out. But if I was in Cali with you, I'd be at the beach too. So mm-hmm. so like, yeah. I think that was just seasonal. Yeah, now I would say sure. I'm out all the time. But yeah, yeah. so I, so it's, it's, it's an interesting thing because we were talking a little bit before we hit record. And for me, I had no idea what gut issues are. And we talk about gut health. And of course you cover that in your assessment Mm -hmm. is I didn't know that like I had problems. I mean, I knew I had problems all the time. I just thought that they're there. And if you go traditional medicine, you just go to a GI, they give you what, I don't know. They didn't even give you digestive enzymes back then. And then of course my thyroid fell out, you know, that's, I don't know if it's considered (laughs) an autoimmune, but I was corporate, you know, corporate go in four in the morning, get stuff done 70 hours a week. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But you know, uh, so I was living that life and I didn't even know. So if I had this assessment, and took this and the assessment's fun actually it's not it's not like a, a yeah it's a fun thing and the report's cool it's and exploratory probably right yeah, it helps you suggestions like, are think really through yeah. are cool and so i think i would have looked at life a little differently yeah. and looked mm-hmm. at my health mm-hmm. a little differently so i was saying that not only is it the call to action for today is everybody go there and take the assessment it mm-hmm. is an investment in your health it's investment in your future and mm-hmm. so so and it's a beautiful reframing of health i think i think so many people myself included for a very long time thought of health in the medical term only like if i was sick that would be healthcare to right. me and without thinking about all the other components of life like outdoor and nature as really critical to my health and well-being i just don't think people i don't think many people think with it framed up in that in that way and i think that really to your point, if you're if you're exposed yeah. to something like this that puts these packages all of it together right. earlier in life, then you're going to pay it. What's going to you know when the alarm bells start going off in life, you're going to pay attention to a much broader set of um, data points that than I ever yeah, did. These these variables, right? These variables yeah. that yep. and it's like how do you 
balance everything. Like it's freaking overwhelming, you know? And then you start to think about like everything in your life, everything that you do, and you don't even know where to start. So the intention for me behind everything that I built with Joppa Health really is to remove the overwhelm, right? It's super overwhelming. It's like, do yes. I focus on sleep? Do I focus on diet? What do I do more yoga? Do what do I do? What do I do? You yeah. know? And right. do I meditate? What kind of meditation do I do? Like, how do I know if it's working? I mean, there's just too many things, exactly. too many factors. Yeah. So, so that's really the overwhelm that we're seeking to address. Um, but right. what I love that you said is that, you know, every, everything is connected, right? And it's mm-hmm. all these different things, like being outside, mm-hmm. things that you don't think about. And it's not anybody's fault. I didn't think about it either. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I look back, on how I was living my life and the environment that I was in when I worked in a corporate job under fluorescent lights and I wasn't exposed to natural light, which I know a lot more people talk about these days because that was in my early 20s, which is almost 20 years ago now. So there's still a lot more awareness than there was. Sure. Nevertheless, it's not enough, right? It's not enough. We, we need to talk more about gut health. We need to talk more about the environment that we're in. And the environment also includes your thoughts. Oh, so this is a really cool concept. That. This is really, really cool concept. So for for your audience, there is um, something called epigenetics, right? Mm-hmm. You guys know what this is, epigenetics? Yes, yes but is please explain. Yes, I, yeah. yes, yes absolutely. absolutely. So yes. Just, I'm not a scientist and I'm not a doctor. I'm just a very, very curious and like super nerd. I'm a super nerd when it comes to all this stuff, right? So yeah. I, I study it all. So epi means above, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about Latin, right? Epi means above. So epigenetics just means you are above your genetics. It's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. the idea that we used to think that whatever genes you had is what determined your, your life, right? This was right. genetic yeah. determinism, right? And we, this is Darwinism, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And absolutely. we thought, well, my dad had heart disease, so, you know, I'm going to get heart disease. Or everyone in my family had this, and I'm going to have that. And epigenetics tells a different story. Epigenetics mm-hmm. tells a story that you actually have creative power and creative authority over the expression of your genes, mm-hmm. of your, your genetics. And it is informed. It's actually called um, the biology of belief. And one of my favorite um, doctors and scientists to study from, whom I've never met but will, yes, is a man and Bruce Lip, Doctor Bruce Lipton, Bruce Lipton. Bruce Lipton. Yep. yeah, yep. Doctor yep. Bruce Lipton, yep. yeah, yep. and and so starting to become aware of these types of energies in your life, and not just the things that you can see. Okay, I'm talking mm-hmm. about the food on your plate or the water in your glass or how many steps you take or whatever, even your sleep tracker, right? Like these are things that you can like see and measure, but what about the things that you can't see? This is when we start talking about the metaphysical. This is when we start talking about your attitude, your belief, Mm. um, the light that you're exposed to, how you breathe, the people that you're around because their energy field influences yours. The words that they use and the frequency of the things that they say influences you and your field and the vibration and energy of everything that makes you you in your auric fields and your magnetic field of your heart, Mm -hmm. which has neurons, which perceives and receives information just like Mm -hmm. the gut and just like the brain. And so starting to open up a conversation about how all of these things affect how we feel, what we're able Mm -hmm. to create, what we're able to um, attract into our lives. But all of these things matter. And that is why for me, the assessment and the score that you get is about your vitality. It's not health. Like to me, yes. vitality yes. No, is about that. is, is that. energy, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like we're trying to raise, right? The yep. vitality here. Um, and then we have percent. to evaluate we have to evaluate everything. We've got mm-hmm. to take a step back and really evaluate our lives and do it in a way that 
has a methodology to it so that we can, I mean, there's that old expression, you can't manage what you don't measure. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's measure it. Let's manage it. Let's take a look at it. Let's have a, a, a system to actually approach um, what we do, how we're doing it so mm-hmm. that we can bring awareness to it. Because if you're not aware of it, then mm-hmm. how can you make it better? Exactly. Yeah. And I love vitality because vitality is like, it's like, you don't have to wait for something to happen to look at this. It's like, it's not like your path. We don't want people to have our path or your path. In fact, what you're doing here with Joppa Health is saying, okay, be vital now. Vital. Yep. Preventative. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is, is, is -hmm. like, let's all be vital every day. We want to start every day like that. It's not like I'm waiting for Mm -hmm. the shoe to fall, my hair to fall out to go do something. Right. You know, and that's why we we were talking about like backing this up. I want to go back to epigenetics, but backing this up to a young age. So that younger people start on this journey and it's almost like a cultural shift it is. that these are the things that yeah. we need to look at. These are the things that we should test beyond just an assessment, yep. but a, a blood test or these mm-hmm. types of things to support this kind of information. So Correct. I think that that's really, really important. Well, and I do think, you know, we, we came, we were raised by a generation that very much had a, a, a bit more traditional view on healthcare and what wellness is. And I think took more of a backseat mm-hmm. in general, took a backseat to the thought process that, you know, we have more free will in life versus this, mm-hmm. you know, you come from this, therefore you're going to follow a similar pattern in yeah. your life. I mean, there is, and I well, do that's feel victim like consciousness, victim yes. consciousness, 1000. And that's I do victim feel consciousness. like yeah. we're quickly getting out of that. And I think the generations mm-hmm. below us are really pushing, pushing yeah. any vi- victim mentality yeah. or any sort of form yeah, or structure. They're coming here smarter pushing. than we are. Yeah, yeah they for really sure. Are. Yeah. And we should continue <laughs> yeah. to leverage that to, to, to shift, to shift the way people think about the free will they yeah. have with their own life and wellness and vitality. I love it. Okay. What about do you think? Power. Yeah. Power. We have so much all freaking power. power. That yes. is it. That, that's what we like. That's our Perfect. tagline. Conscious mm-hmm. creation. We are consciously creating mm-hmm. every day, every minute. And, you know, we that's can right. choose how to create that. And we are. Yep. And Absolutely. so we can direct it and, and change how we think and, and make sure that we're in power of doing that. But yes. so mm-hmm. I want to ask you, since I love like the medical research nerdy thing, yes, yes. I kind of love From that one myself. nerd to the other, right? I mean, she's like, <laughs> oh, I found a friend. I know. I, uh-huh. And so, uh, so, uh, so I can't what do up. you think about trauma? Oh, yes, you can. Yeah. What do you think about trauma being stored in the body? And then do you think that there is mm-hmm. a link between your ancestors coming in, um, what they gift you. And I know we're talking about genetics here, but I'm almost talking about like, you know, the trauma from your ancestors coming in through your DNA. And what, what are your thoughts around that? I absolutely think that that's true. Yeah. And I feel like that's, that's what our work here is. Yeah. As individuals, Mm. I believe that I believe that we're here to learn how to love and to learn how to reprogram the lessons and the codes that we inherited that have kept us stuck and limited and made us sick. And that breaking that pattern is the, the best thing that you can do for the planet, for humanity, for your ancestors, Mm. uh, for, for, yeah, for the collective. 
so I, you know, I think there's a lot of research on this. Um, I'm sure I've read a lot of it. Probably not going to be able to quote it here, but um, there there has been proof, right? Like I think they've done some studies in rats um, where trauma uh, makes genetic changes. It makes it makes you know real physiological changes. Like I think it's as many as six generations, maybe more. Don't quote me yeah, on that, wow. but you know yeah. that 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 that's all been researched, right? So mm-hmm. so we know that it has an imprint and an effect, um, and. What I like to believe is that you're not responsible for what happened to you, but you are responsible for how you manage it and how you alchemize it and how you transmute that. Um, and that the way to do that is through the nervous system and it is a somatic experience and that you can't just think your way out of it because that that trauma does live in the body and that the body is the subconscious mind. So that's why, even though I think therapy can be really, really helpful, it, it can't end there. Right. It, yeah. it can't end there yeah. and that you have to go into um, flow state. You have to actually change the frequency of your brainwave so that you have access to the, pro- the operating system and the program that's running. And then you have to have a somatic experience, like an actual physical experience where you can move energy and you can feel sensations that arise and then start to change the story and release what is stuck and what is there and what is uh, running the show, right? So this is like what we would call the (laughs) default mode, right? Like the default mode that's always there that's running in the background. Well, how do you get access to that default mode so that you can change it, Mm -hmm. right? It's like if you, if you, um, you know, if your phone is slow or your computer is slow and you're like, well, why the heck is it slow? Why isn't it working? Right. And then you realize you have like 17 different programs running and they're all running in the background. And so you can go and slowly close each one of those programs and suddenly the performance is better, right? And and so how do we get access to look and evaluate and take inventory of what are the programs that are running? And there's ways to do that, to get into a flow state, yoga, meditation, walking. I mean, there's there's so many different ways to do that, but we have to go in and be able to recognize what those traumas are. Hmm. We have to be able to objectively identify them and then understand that, that that's not us. That's a, we, we inherited that. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. We inherited that. And, and when we're able to look at it with love and look at it with compassion and, and look at it with gratitude, like, okay, thank yes. you for this opportunity to do this work. Um, rather than from, again, the victim point mm-hmm. of view, mm-hmm. um, how powerful it is that we can then reframe that story and say, well, I actually have the ability to make a change in my subconscious. I actually have an ability to make a change in my belief system. I can start to question, well, where did that belief even come from? Right. Was right. it mine to begin with? Mm-hmm. And this is right. like the, the the process of, you know, going in and doing the work. And for me, the somatic work has been more important than any of the, you know, talk therapy or journaling or anything. And everyone's different, but um, the nervous system regulation right. and the ability to deeply attune my awareness to how my nervous system responds to my own thoughts. Like I might have a thought and feel a contraction, like just from the thought itself, right? Mm -hmm. My breath might change. My vision might change. I might feel a tightness in my throat, Mm -hmm. a tightness in my gut. Right. And so that, that right there, when you feel that, when you're, when you're able to practice enough awareness that you can recognize when that's happening, that when you're triggered or whatever, you'll feel that in your nervous system. To me, that's the beginning of unpacking 
um, the inherited trauma or even the lived trauma, to be honest with you. I don't, yeah. I'm not sure that there's necessarily right. a different a approach. Like, yeah. Whether, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the beginning of being able to address like, where does it feel in your body? Uh-huh. How does right. it feel? When does it come up? You know, mm-hmm. does it come up when you have a thought? Does it come up when you're around certain people in a certain environment when you watch something on the news or listen to a certain song or, you know, starting to identify when and how you feel a sense of physical contraction and where do you store it? Like, is it tightness in the yep. shoulders? Yeah, do you feel sure. it in the jaw? Like I get like this, I have the thyroid autoimmune. So like I get this pressure in my yeah. throat, you know, some people may feel it in their, in their gut. Like mm-hmm. it's going to be different for everyone. But I believe that the body doesn't lie. No. And the, the, and, the, and, and yeah. yeah, the body knows. I mean, there's that very famous book, The Body Keeps Score, right? Yeah. Um. So, so being able to bring enough awareness to when and how you feel those things uh, and then just get really curious about it and breathe and move and uh, try to find ways to release it out of your body. And at the same time, evaluate the story. And you got to really dig deep on this. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah, it's yeah. onions. It's evaluate layers. Evaluate the story. Yeah, yeah evaluate mm-hmm. the story that's attached to that feeling. Mm-hmm. Right. Because there's a story, right, that yes. goes along with, and for me, the uh, worthiness, the mm. unworthiness, and the and the fact that like certain things are just a struggle, right? Like that's a, a program that I've had to continuously mm-hmm. revisit that it doesn't have to be a struggle. Right. And a belief, like a subconscious belief that there is enough to go. There is abundance. And I yes. am worthy, right? And then yes. being able to mm-hmm. relax my nervous system enough into that belief and into that understanding is how I have approached the ancestral trauma and the mm-hmm. this incarnation trauma. And I 100% believe it's it's a universal thing. Like there's nobody that escapes that. Like it's no. not like. Yeah, yeah, no, nobody. No, I'm glad that no. you said that because yeah. I was like, oh, if you think you didn't have any trauma, because I used to think that too. Our definition of trauma right. is wrong. <laughs> you know, like it's, it was very limited. And so well, I remember I saying trauma. to you one time, I, I feel like I might have forgot some. I know I have it, but I don't know where it comes from. Right, right, exactly. Right? And so, yes, because and I don't. So everybody, everybody has, has this. It. We're on a journey. We're humans yep. on a journey. And the other thing that you said, I think that was really incredible, was in the beginning, you said you're wounded healer and we had so everybody i mean if you don't believe in astrology it's fine but chiron everybody has a chiron and they have the wounded healer we have lisa tahir on our Mm -hmm. show she wrote the chiron effect which actually shows you okay if your chiron's in aries it's worthiness it's Mm -hmm. like you actually came designed to have that wound yeah and it expresses itself in different ways for different people you know and but if you don't even believe in that we still know everybody has trauma because we're humans on a journey. Right. And the other thing that we know that I will bring it back to health is that if you f- work on that, that helps your health today and in the future. It's a long-term investment too. Wouldn't you say that as well? Yeah. Uh, it's a, well, we, we talk about disease span and we have a disease span and a health span, right? Like, right, you sure. know, we, yeah. And I, I don't really like to look at it from this standpoint not to criticize you but you use the word prevention and i'd like to reframe yeah that word yeah and i think that the word is optimization 
Mm, like, why yes. are we here? Why are we alive? Why are we here? Because we want just like to settle. We want some like mediocre status quo life. Is that what we really want? Nobody mm. wants that. Mm-mm, Nobody no. wants that. So Mm-mm. I would like to approach it rather than like, well, I don't want to get sick later, which is true. I don't like, I don't want cognitive decline. I don't want to have any pain and suffering when I'm older. Of course, I don't sure. want that. But more important than that. Yes. I want to feel as amazing as but I can feel right now. Optimized. Today. Optimized I live vitality. The best fucking mm-hmm. life I can. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. But again, that prevention perfect. to Thank me you. speaks to the old model yes. of healthcare. That speaks to me. Like, yeah. I don't want to get sick because that's all we're treating in, in my right. I old... don't want to end up in the doctor's office. Right, right. Yeah. Versus what you're saying is optimization, which is this more holistic look of vitality and life. Mm -hmm. It's a, Mm -hmm. it is this bigger Mm -hmm. bucket of consideration and pieces of the puzzle that absolutely will impact you. And you will have to be preventative if you don't solve and optimize all these other components. I don't think people always think of as well-being and health. I just Mm -hmm. don't. Mm -hmm. I just, Mm -hmm. I just don't. And I, I I think we're getting there, People are busy, you know, and like they're putting fires out left and right. They've got, you know, everything that we all have emails and errands and, and bills. And you know what I mean? We've got all the things that all the life life things. Yes. I love it. Optimization. Hell yes. mm -hmm. And inside of all that, inside of the busyness and inside of the work and inside of making time for everything that's important to you, you'll never be as young as you are right now. No. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? So let's make the most of it right now. Let's do it. Yeah. Well, my goal really is to go backwards. Yeah. Benjamin. So I always say, well, I'm going backwards. So today I'm older than I will be tomorrow. That's what what I say. But but what I am hearing you say is if if you optimize, you optimize. You can go back. I think you can go back. I could. I know how I feel today sitting here at this age and I won't be any younger in age. Mm -hmm. But I mm-hmm. will, I know I will feel. Yeah, that's true. Younger and better and more optimized. Well, how, how about this? You're only as old as, as your energy. Yeah. That, I, I believe in that. There you go. Yes, that is. I mean, so yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what can we do? What can we do to optimize our energy? Where do you learn that? Who taught you that? You Nobody. have to discover it on your own. You mm-hmm. have to be like, uh, metaphysical geek to go figure that one out how did you figure it out (laughs) yeah yeah. nobody taught me that Mm -mm. 15 plus years of studying the sleuthing 15 plus years of studying and and trying things and you know being a a guinea pig on myself and then getting getting lab tests and then getting wearable devices and tracking and testing and Uh, you know dabbling Mm -hmm. in what would be considered like the quantified self movement you know and really studying um what Joppa Health is based on is a field of science. It's it's like a super fancy way of saying mind body connection, but it's okay. Follow me, you guys. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Psycho, neuro, endocrine immunology. Psycho, okay. neuro, endocrine immunology. Have you heard this? No. no. Okay, so psycho, you know, these are our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Neuros is our nervous system. Yeah. yeah. Endo, our endocrine system, and immuno is our immune system. And the idea that they're inseparable is what Joppa Health is based on. And so we mm. were told for a long time 
that, you know, yoga is woo woo and snake oil this and snake oil that. And, you know, these things aren't as effective because you can't really measure it. But we're at a beautiful time right now where there's this convergence of science and spirituality. And there's this convergence of Eastern and Western. And it's it's being treated with the respect and the validity that it deserves that our ancestors and Mm -hmm. right, finally, right, finally, Finally. that we've known for millennia. And we're we're finally coming back to that. Mm -hmm. And and, um, it has been absolutely imperative for me in my own journey and my healing and clearing of it. I'm still working on it, you know, the ancestral Mm -hmm. trauma and uh, my own biology of belief and my own subconscious and the things that I do every day, how I talk to myself, how I breathe, how I move, um, how I drop into my heart and why that's important and how I start to really feel into the energy of others when I'm speaking to them, what tone of voice do I use? What kind of language do I use? And, mm-hmm. and, and all of this has been so important to me to recognize that it's not just what you can see, but it's also what you can't see. And that spirit and energy need to be a bigger part of the conversation. And so I've been studying it, but even still feel like a student after 15 plus years that I've been teaching all of this um, and will always remain, I think, a student first. But it, it's it's too much for most people in their busy lives, especially if they're not forced to, right? So if you're not faced with a health crisis, like I was faced with a health crisis, yeah, like I had no choice, right? right? Yeah, but right. but yep. if you're just someone that has like, I mean, and even if you are, of course, Joppa Health is a great place to start. But you know, if, if you just kind of have like, okay, like my gut doesn't feel great and I don't have good energy and I have really bad PMS or, mm-hmm. you know, my back hurts all the time. You have this kind of like, these are not for acute issues. And this is not like I have an ingrown toenail no, and I need right. to go see someone to have it removed, right? The, the, this job of health is for, you know, chronic, systemic mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. discomfort and pain and suffering mm-hmm. that a lot of times you can't put your finger on why. Yeah, and I think what's been what's been missing is a conversation around psychoneuroendocrine immunology, and in having a a big a platform mm. that's accessible to all. Because when I was first on this journey, um, I was coming out of divorce, and I was coming out of getting laid off from the two thousand and eight debt crisis. Oh, I had oh, yeah. no money. As a matter of fact, I was on food stamps. Oh wow! And like living with my parents, oh, and gosh. it was a really hard time for me. And I didn't have five hundred dollars to go to spend on a natural path right. for initial visit and then go get lab tests. I didn't have insurance. Right. And then, you know, where do you go yeah. when you don't have the resources to seek for alternative mm-hmm. health and well-being? What are you going to just Google it? Mm-hmm. Help. No. <laughs> I mean, help. N- yeah. Yeah. Right. No. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a real, it's a real issue. Well, yeah, I we, mean, we talk about this a lot, like all of there's so much of that, Eastern modality, some, you know, the broader brush of, of ways to get help. So much of it is not accessible to many from mm-hmm. a cost it's not. standpoint. Yeah. 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 And so that's a big, that's a big part of my mission is, is to make this kind of information accessible to everybody that. so that they can understand um, how to make the evaluation, you know, how mm-hmm. to actually, what questions to ask themselves. They can understand what really creates health. So Joppa Health has a content platform. It's that's not live yet, but it will be integrated soon with short user generated videos from oh, experts. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like TikTok videos, right? Yeah. That create yes. education. It's about psychoneuroendocrine immunology mm-hmm. and how you feel mm-hmm. and what you think and what you believe and how you eat. And, you know, let's, let's stop looking at macros so much, not saying that you shouldn't, Stop looking at macros so much. And what about the energy that that food carries? 
Mm. Where was that food grown? Under what sunlight? And is that in alignment with the sunlight that you're living under? Mm. Because that's information. That light is information. Are you eating? Right? So like really starting to go deeper. We don't think like that. This is a culture change. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. you think about it. I mean, honestly, like whether you're religious or not, we used to pray over our food and alchemize the food. So maybe we didn't get it from the best light source. But if you pray over it, voila! Oh, well, and there okay. was always gratefulness. That gratefulness for those or... who put, yeah, you know, what, what happened farmers and no. the, the soil and all. You or know, in the, the car the eating, okay, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I know, you're absolutely yeah. right. You're like, absolutely. You know, mindlessly, mindless. like shoving it in your face. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I mean, I shared a video of this cute little turtle eating this beautiful salad. I was salad, gonna say the turtle, and and I was like, Gina, we need to eat like this. I mean, he was, and they put a microphone so you could hear him munching. It was the most oh my delightful God, thing. Why do we think that's delightful? It's the energy beautiful and the and beautiful the yeah. and the mm. the mindfulness that the turtle was eating. I mean, seriously. I mean, this is like he wasn't in a hurry. Like he, he was wasn't in, in a hurry. hurry. No, no, no we were, and we thing. weren't in a hurry. We were waiting for you to get on. I literally just showed it to yep. her while we were sitting here. And she goes, now that's how I need to eat. I know. That kind of beautiful food with it's... that level of appreciation and attention to it. Presence. Exactly. Yeah. Presence. Presence. Yes. Presence. Yes. And so I feel like with Joppa Health, you have a movement afoot. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is what Absolutely. I feel like. And so what is your vision for the the company for the movement the movement for the movement, <laughs> the movement. yes i love that <laughs> i mean it's a billion people living in alignment with their truth in a heart-centered way yeah. in awareness of what depletes them and what elevates them in a way that they're conscious creators over their reality i mean yeah i love that I, yeah it's a big vision yeah it's a it, big vision yeah, yeah. And you're going to work with, are you going to work with employers? Because I was, I was saying like, she's the head of an HR, a corporate Mm -hmm. HR and they have, you guys have Mm -hmm. started to incorporate some of the naturopathy and some of the other stuff, but not a hundred percent really tough. And there's a wellness program. So Mm -hmm. like, are, are you trying to infiltrate all the large corporations and the systems to? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a big part of what I would um, speak to as our go-to market strategy. So just to reiterate again, I mean, we're pre-revenue, we're a startup. The assessment right now is free. Um, We are fundraising again. We have a crowdfunding campaign that's live. I've raised a million too. It's mostly all been invested in the infrastructure, in the technology, in the algorithm, in the content platform. And, you know, it takes, it takes capital to, uh, you know, to create innovation and to disrupt industries and to be able to bring this to the world. Um, and so there are a whole bunch of features that we will be building out. Um, and when we are ready to officially go to market, I mean, I have letters of intent from companies, but, um, when we are officially ready to launch, one of our primary channels will be employers for sure. Excellent. For monetizing yeah, through that. For yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. I yeah. That. I mean, it makes, yep. it makes sense. Right. I mean, and when we're, when we're looking at, um, the, the, the culture of our entire society, like the fabric of our entire society, so much of it is influenced by our work and our work mm-hmm. environment and our working relationships. So 100%. much of it. So if we can change the culture there and change the conversation there. And one of my intentions is to, and I've done some work already with CEOs um, is to do more 
directly with leaders. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of times I'm asked to come in and do a workshop on vision, on intention, on these kinds of topics. Um, And I just did one recently uh, here in Orange County. It was like for 15 really high powered leaders. And they were all men, by the way. I did one for women too. But uh, to be able to teach these principles so that they can then live it and embody it. I love that. I think is the best way to catalyze the change because then they understand what it is that's being offered to the organization. Sure. And they can represent that from a leadership perspective. Model the way. I mean, I I do think, you know, when we talk about systems, especially in a corporate environment, it's still very much the employee base will model what they see up the the chain, yeah. right? And leadership. So if you can have leaders embodying this more broad perspective on vision and well-being and all the, you know, vitality and they can share that with others and it's, it it automatically gives um, credence to everyone else that that's accepted in the workplace, which I do feel like so much of people don't go to work and they're not themselves often at work. They're, it's, no. So no. The, no. the fullness of who you are to show up authentically and when you're showing up to your point in something that is you know such a big part of your life in an inauthentic shut down way that will make you sick too it will and it did for me yep. i mean yep. that yep. was my exact experience it exactly. absolutely made me sick you know it almost killed me to be really honest with yep. you and yep. so much of it is just like i mean i'll say it over and over again it's just it's just an awareness of you know am i coming from the heart or am I coming yeah. from judgment? Yeah. Right. Because yeah. love cannot exist where judgment is present. Right. So, mm. you know, and, and, and love, love is one of those things that like can kind of make people uncomfortable. You start talking about it's love in the workplace with the yeah. CEOs. Yeah. 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 Right. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, th- you think about like romantic love first and foremost, when you talk about love and some people misperceive the determinant relationships in the Joppa health methodology as to be exclusively about romantic relationships. Right. But it's not. No. This is about how do we relate to others in general? This is our family, our neighbor, our coworker, our significant other, our parents, our kids, everything. And how we relate to others is arguably one of the biggest influences on our overall well-being. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not surprised. Mm-hmm. And there's so much to unpack in that conversation alone. Oh, yeah. Just oh, in that yeah. conversation about, yeah. Yeah, sure. but just imagine leaders like leading yeah. from the heart yeah. and non-judgment and everybody in the management team holding them all accountable. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, most people are miserable and leave because of their supervisor, mm-hmm. including the CEO. Yeah. <laughs> including the CEO. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yeah, there was a study that just came out. There was a study that just came out. Everyone's been talking about it. Um, it was done by Deloitte. Uh, there's just this week I was bombarded by emails from like all the newsletters that I get. There was like a a summary of the, all this information. And there were a few main points and statistics about how miserable people are at work. Basically, like anybody can just go look it up. I don't have them in front of me, but, Mm -hmm. and the reasons for it, right. The reasons for it. Um, And a a lot of it, if I look at it from my perspective and especially my experience in corporate Mm -hmm. America, a lot of it can be solved just by the attitude of the company culture and that comes from top down, you know, and when those people are embodied in uh, a more spiritual practice and in a more heart centered way of understanding that we're all connected and how you access your heart and your right brain and not just your left brain, right? The judgment and the logic and the reason that comes from the left brain is very important in business. You know, that pattern recognition Mm -hmm. and that, you know, analytical mind is very important in business for sure. Trust me. I mean, I was an analyst for a long time, Mm -hmm. but 
the more that we're able to find balance between that left brain and the right brain to be able to integrate the right brain and drop into the heart, um, the, I think the healthier we'll all be. And starting from the top is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is my call to anybody that's in a position of power right now. Reach out to me. I love that. Okay. I just feel like absolutely we need to go out there and start getting those rah rah read those executive. <laughs> I agree. I and agree. send them to Java Health after I we rah 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 them. I agree. Get them I in their hearts more. and then send them all. Send them along. Yep. I feel I, a calling. So. I mean, you got to teach people that you know the what, which is the yeah. which is the analytics of business. That's important. I mean, that's not going to ever go away. And that you got it. There it does to the come with some judgment. There's know? some decision making that yeah. is involved in when you do that. But it's the how you do it mm, yeah. that is mm-hmm. will change the the way pe- the world and the, the the employees that work for you in a just a profound way. Mm-hmm. If we can change the corporate standard on how it's not the what we're not changing mm-hmm. the what the what kind of is the same the how you do it. That it's the how you do it. Yeah. yeah, it's the how you do it. And everybody and- has the ability to embody this type of practice. And it's a practice, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I often say, mm-hmm. like, I know how the game is played. Doesn't mean I play a perfect game every time, right? So I'm human. I mess We're up. Health, I say yeah. the wrong things. Yeah. I judge, right? Like, I sometimes I judge myself. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's not that just because I... I'm not standing on my soapbox saying like, oh, I figured it all out and I'm perfect. Yeah, but right, what I have absolutely. figured out is what is the what is the path of practice? Yeah. And to just keep coming back to that path of practice and keep showing up over and over again, studying it, understanding it, integrating it, and then just doing your best every day. And if more leaders did that, then I would be oh, such a huge shift would happen. Yeah. And having people around you that can help you be accountable and that you don't like it, you're in a, you're in a trust and a faith mm-hmm. that um, they're saying that for your highest good. And so mm-hmm. when you have that, that is just pure Beautiful. fucking magic. It is. Okay? That's, like that's, we yeah. worked together in and that's, corporate, yeah. in corporate. And that was exactly what we yeah. did as yeah. partners mm-hmm. for one another. It was that's beautiful. It was a beautiful gift. It yeah. was beautiful. It really was. Mm. So, okay. We want to be respectful of your time, but we are excited about you and what you're creating and it's so exciting yeah. being the startup phase and and exhilarating and scary I mean, and all I think Holly things. wants to jump on board and and, and help the startup because like there's so you much love a startup oh, it's cool fun energy. yeah but yeah. Yeah. um I do want to ask you one last thing and then one you can add whatever can else add. is um what can our podcast audience do to support you what support can we you. do can to support you well, thank you, first of all, for asking that. Um, go take the assessment and ask five people that you know to take the assessment, oh, please. Perfect. Because the more people that take it, the better. And then um, I can also give you guys the link to our crowdfunding campaign. Yeah, um, love to. For, love for to. those of you that aren't aware, there has been a massive, massive shift in uh, capital allocation for innovation in the last year, especially. And there's been a huge contraction and a lot of money is sitting on the sidelines, but for macroeconomic reasons, it has become increasingly more difficult to raise money. The, the ways in which money had previously been raised for startups, which was through mostly through, um, venture capital funds and through institutions that that's what yes. they do is they invest money. Um, and it has been increasingly challenging. And I'll also say, and I try not to give too much power to this, but it is part of the reality. Um, somewhere around two or less than 2% of all 
venture investment for for startups goes to women. So mm-hmm. I try not to give too much power to that, but it's, yes. it's sort of feels so, like, you know, another layer of challenge and complexity. And I've, I've had success. Um, the, the investor that led my last round, um, is a public company. They invested a million dollars in my last round. So it's not that I haven't done it. I know it's possible, but, um, funding support for what we're doing is a huge way in which, um, you can get involved, take the assessment and go to the net capital link. So we have a crowdfunding campaign on a platform called net capital. And I'll I'll provide you guys with the link. The minimum investment is, uh, the minimum investment is a hundred dollars. And it's not a donation. It is an investment. So by investing $100 or more, as much as you can, you become an owner. You mm-hmm. you become an equity wow. owner and you own shares. You own mm-hmm. shares in Joppa Health. Um, and so if you believe in the need for this, and if you believe in me as the founder and CEO and my team, which is a, a brilliant and impressive team, and what we've built so far, um, then please you know get behind us and spread the word. Uh, we need support now in, in that respect. Make introductions. You can send me... a an email directly to me. It's easy. It's Cheryl at Joppa.health. If there's a company that you know, or a partner that you know, that would be great for us right. for our marketplace or um, a collaborator mm-hmm. in any way. If you want to be a teacher on the platform, any anything that you think resonates with you in order to get involved, whether that's just simply taking the assessment or, or going and making an investment, emailing me a contact information of somebody that you think would be a good partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of ways. It's, it's an early stage company and uh, help is appreciated wherever we can get it. In any way possible. Okay, right? I love that. I love, okay, we'll love, have hey, everything. We, have, we got everything in the show notes. Yes. And is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners before we regrettably have to let you go? go <laughs> At least settle. this time. At least this time. Don't settle. <laughs> settle. Yeah, yeah. Don't, settle. Sure. don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle. Don't settle at all in any aspect of your life. Do not settle. You are worthy and you are powerful and you are capable of anything. And don't settle for less. Do not. <sighs> Okay, that's an over and well, out, I think uh, a mic drop. Everybody, <laughs> many, many, many people needed to hear that today. So delightful so. having you today. Thank you for your work. Okay, yeah. thank you thank for you, thank everything you, you've you. gone through. I look at your journey and it's I just beautiful. bless the path that, you know, you started on and how you're trying to change things. And we're all with you. So thank you so much. Thank you for joining our VIP conversation. And please visit us at our website, www.loauncork.com. See you soon.